Hello and welcome to Film Rule episode 23, sponsored by NRG Marketing, joined by Carla and Jess. Hello. And what's everyone talking about today? Films. Yeah. Yeah. What Ca- films? Specifically, what films? Specific oh, films. I think they might have got. I think they might have got the gist of that. Oh, but we are TV as well now. So oh yeah, we are. We aren't we? Right. I do have some TV to talk about. So do I. No, I don't, because I'm behind on everything. It's been a really busy week. We got. Some, I got some trailers to talk about, and I've started awesome. a new series. So talk about that but i'm going to be talking about spectre today a bit of james bond action i don't know what that was <laughs> that's it isn't it i think so good oh, sure. right yeah. moving on i am going to be talking about nowhere boy today <sighs> it's gonna get emotional yeah it is gonna get emotional um it's a really good film um but we you, we will come to that just and I am speaking about Beetlejuice, which I've only just recently seen, so I thought I'd review that. That is also a good film. All right, let's, a very good film. let's go. So I've just recently watched Spectre in the IMAX cinema at um, Chichester, which was awesome. And you know, you told me that every IMAX film is in 3D now. It's not, because I, I saw never it in said 2D. that. I never said that. It's in 2D. Because um, the first film I saw was Interstellar, which was in 2D, and every other film I've seen in IMAX was in 3D. And Jess was like, yeah, it's because it's been in IMAX. Oh, free- IMAX is just 3D. Um, nope. I have to say, I thought, IMAX- I-, I thought IMAX was like a super vamped up version of 3D, so... Yeah, I'm you're not the only one. <laughs> there's also they also like introducing 4D there soon. Oh, with um, like spray air in your face and, and well. like the chairs move and stuff. So that's gonna be weird. I, that would really distract me. I don't yeah, know, I don't know what like, I want to see. Like, like say I don't know, maybe a sequel to Jurassic World, and you sat there and there's a dinosaur running at you, and it's coming at you because it's 3D, and then it's like water being sprayed in your face where it's like growling, and you know, and then the chair just like jolts and you throw your popcorn everywhere. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a waste that. of money for my popcorn, yep. especially because it's really expensive in Sydney World. Sorry, Sydney World, but it's true. But you know, you're paying for that. You're paying for the delicious popcorn. Also, I had the new Tango blasting there, and they put it in um, this like new mixer. And they put it in like a um, like a TNT dynamite block. It's like a block of dynamite because it's called a Tango blast. Well, and it explodes in like. Well, no, they all the cut. They mix them all together, so you know it's like a like an explosion in your mouth. I couldn't expect. I couldn't sell that any worse than that. No, you yeah. could not. I don't think just, anyone just, wants no. that now. It just tasted really nice, though. But anyway, I saw Spectre, and it stars Daniel Craig, still recurring his role as Good. James Bond. James I don't know Bond. if it, I don't know if he's going to do the next one. No, he's not. Is he not? He's Wait, he very said, definitely not doing well, it. No, he said he's taken back what he said now in an interview because he had an interview and he said that he wasn't. He didn't want to do James Bond again. He said some very dark things i won't mention what they were in the pocket you can look up it's a pretty um it's pretty much everywhere if you just type in daniel craig james bond interview but he's kind of <laughs> taken back now since it's kind of done a lot better than people expected it to be um and it stars christoph waltz um i'm gonna butcher this name leia sedu we always uh, butch names yeah that's the only going, one i'm gonna going. that's the only one i'm gonna butcher because uh then there's ralph Fiennes, uh ben wishaw naomi harris dave Batista. Which is great. Oh, as, in, as in Guardians of the Galaxy. As in Guardians of the Galaxy, Dave Bautista. Love it. And Andrew Scott. And it's Ooh. directed by Sam Mendes, who I think this is the first time that someone has recur- like come back to direct a second James Bond film. Ooh. So he directed Skyfall, which was um, really well received. Um, and this one's had a bit of mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. So I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. It got a 7.3 on IMDb. 
And that's kind, I think that's quite low for a James Bond film. Beetlejuice is better. Yeah, is Beetlejuice is Beetlejuice got, got a higher rating. What a beat, though, we'll so talk about did, that. Uh, uh, no, boy, actually. Yeah, <laughs> so there we go. I think James Bond <laughs> might be a bit upset about this. But it's basically, um, this is a bit of a spoiler, but it's kind of the entire plot here. So uh, you kind of need to know this. But if, uh, so if you haven't seen Skyfall, just skip a bit. But... Uh, at the end of Russ. we haven't seen you haven't it. seen Skyfall. No, oh wait, no, we've oh. seen Skyfall. Yeah, no, yeah, I think no. we've seen half of Skyfall. Okay, well, go um, ahead. And Skyfall. Oh my god, no, it hasn't been thirty years. Well, I can't. I can't <laughs> wait for. It. Do you want to yeah. just wait here for thirty years and just see? <laughs> you just don't ever leave. Yeah. Um, well, oh, unfortunately, um, M, uh, who is played by Judy Dench in Skyfall, um, is killed at the end. It's and Skyfall. Is, and yeah, and yeah. is replaced by Ralph Fiennes as M. And you find out that at the end of Skyfall, she left a hidden message to track down this organisation called Spectre, Ooh. which um, kind of leads James Bond on this like dead. trail. Um, and that leads to him kind of finding this organisation. And it I, I don't want to spoil anything else in the story, but there are like two separate stories going on. There's like Bond trying to find Spectre, and then in London, there's um, MI6 kind of being taken over by this massive institution, which kind of wants to govern and get rid of the double O program, which is what James Bond's on. Um, And that's run by Andrew Scott, who plays C, which he's really cool. Oh, why doesn't got letters? Don't know. Just a bit of useless information for everyone. My dad's a taxi driver, and on the back of his car, he's got his little number, and his is 007, which he chose because... It was obviously James Bond number. He's very excited about it. Very nice. Oh. Cool. Very nice. <laughs> right. Um, thank you for that reason. Yeah, right. thank you. I hope Jess's dad's listening because we just gave him a shout out. Yep. Um, there you go, Simon. You know, implicit shout out. Yeah. Um, everyone's kind of saying it's not that good, but I really liked it. I think it had more action than Skyfall. And Dave Bautista's in it, which is the best bit. And he kind of just plays this metaphors. Ma- yeah, they go he, over my head. He just um, plays this massive butch guy. He he has like three lines in it, and mm. it, like the whole time he's I just why. yeah he's just <laughs> following Bond like across the world. So he's and almost like Bond's bodyguard. Basically, no, no, he follows him to try and kill him. Oh. Um, so and like uh, every time where Bond gets to a new location, Bautista's just there, like ready to attack him. Um, so that was kind of weird, but it was, <laughs> he's just kind of there. Um, Christoph Waltz. He could have solved that though, Bond. All he had to do was shout, "I am Groot." No, we are Groot. We are Groot. Left. And Batista would just be like, "Fair enough." Mm. Just got on a rocket ship. Would have helped him. Helped him get to where he was going. But um, Christoph Waltz um, is like a fantastic actor. If you've seen Django Unchained or Inglorious Bastards, that he's in those, and he won an Oscar for both of those performances, I think. And he plays the villain, and he's quite a stereotypical Bond villain. So, like the last James Bond film, is films, he is he all well spoken? Yeah, basically, he kind of he has like. The, Does he have a cat? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. And I was so excited oh, because done. all the other Bond villains in this new Daniel Craig series have kind of been quite realistic and. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Real. Yeah, real. <laughs> believable. These, yeah, believable. But he's just kind of really over the top stereotypical and what I like about this film is they refer to all the old Bond films like throughout all of them basically from Russia of Love Doctor No Goldfinger Goldmember like all of the old ones so if you're an old James Bond fan I think you might prefer this even more because there's some really good like throwbacks and Spectre is kind of like a big throwback anyway um, what um, some people don't like is the story um, because it kind of gets rushed at the end which I'd agree with right. You can't. they kind of build up this really big story and like f- meeting Christoph Waltz in the um, 
like film it's really suspenseful and like you finally figure it out the organization like oh well this is really interesting and it's kind of like bond like picking up the pieces and he goes through all these really weird places but then at the end it's just like ah just you know bonds just kind of does his thing yeah the thing is though it feels like they used they go to really weird places they always go to the most obvious places like i know i'm I'm tracking this evil villain let's go to miami yeah let's let's go to manhattan you wouldn't, would you? No. You wouldn't. You'd go to like Alaska in a hill, in a hill. inside yeah, of the hill. In a hill, in a hill. There's some really <laughs> good. There's some really good scenes though. <laughs> in a hill. It's like a Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a snow Hobbit. A yeah. Yeti. There's some really cool um, action scenes though, like this bit with a plane, which I won't. Like he kind of drives the plane down like a massive hill, surprisingly. Uh, it, is it in Alaska? Is it snowing? It's snowing as well. So you were pretty close to what was what was that? Is it the Alps? Oh. Yeah. I'm but um, I would say yeah, it's I'm really fun. good. I'd say it's on par with Skyfall, personally. Um, I think it's fun. I didn't like the song that much, but, you know, I hope the James Bond song, the next James Bond song's better, because Skyfall was awesome, and then this was kind of like, meh. But it was really good. Casino Royale's still the best. I'm going to review that I've never actually really seen any of the Bond films. I've seen sort of like parts of them when they've been on TV like on mm. the, usually on the lead up to Christmas the December sort of time Sunday TV I've seen all the Daniel Craig ones and then like you know just bits and pieces yeah when on the TV of the old How ones How many has Daniel Craig been in? Four I've seen you count Quantum of Solace because Why wouldn't you count that? Well because it's rubbish Yeah but that's still, seen, that's still, still, still James very Bond disappointing I've seen one Bond film Which one? I don't, oh. know, I don't actually remember what happened to that. And, I'm not, I don't think I've seen and you only see half of it? I think you only see the second yeah. half. Well, uh, if you're not Carla and you enjoy <laughs> Bond films, you'll probably enjoy Spectre and you go check it out. So I'm talking about Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice came out in 1988. So, you know, quite an old film. The but old films are the best. Yes. Well, part of What's me is always time? kind of put off by really old films, just in case they're always really, really bad. But this wasn't. This was great. <laughs> and it was directed by Tim Burton and, you know, everyone will know him for things like Edward Scissorhands and Nightmare Before Christmas. And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Just Factory. Just know, that's a weird film. Uh, yeah, it is bizarre. very weird. Um, but, yeah, and this was really, really good. I've only just recently seen it. Um, but it stars Alec Baldwin as Alec Maitland. <laughs> I, wait, I'm not sure if that's right, actually. I might have got the names mixed up on that. He might not be called Alec. I'm I not sure. I think he's called something like Jim, isn't he? Let me show you again. Oh no! Wait, sorry. It's Alec Baldwin as Adam Maitland. Adam, there yeah. we go. Um, Gina Davis as Barbara Maitland. Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice, and Winona Ryder as Lydia Reitz. So. Good old Winona Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the story focuses on Adam and Barbara, who are this lovey-dovey couple in this big house that they've like all decorated just themselves married. and they're in love with it and they're just yeah just married and they decide to take a two-week vacation and just stay in their house don't go anywhere they just stay in the house and then one day when they quickly run down to the shops on the way back when they come over the bridge they crash straight through the bridge and into the lake and die and they drown and when i watch it and then you suddenly see them back in their house i was like oh thank god they didn't drown they're okay and then you realize that they did drown they are dead and they are ghosts now living in their house and they can't leave the house and you know they have to put up with life where like they float when they sleep and stuff but they get by until a new family moves in and they start to you know redesign this house and the adam and barbara really really don't like it and they decide the only thing 
that they can do is scare them off. Yes. So they start doing all these weird things, like ripping their heads off and <laughs> stuff, and nothing works. And then their only option is to call on Beetlejuice. The bio-exorcist. But yes. And to call on him, you have to say his name three times. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. 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 <gasps> He's actually here right now, guys. Do an impression, go on. I cannot do the impression. <laughs> um, Peter, uh, yeah, something like that. It's like, got like a really like croaky Wait. voice, though. Yeah, I'm Beetlejuice. Hey, so, hey, what are you doing? I feel like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> it's so, something like that. Yeah, I'm Beetlejuice, and how are you doing? <laughs> I, actually, it's not too bad, is it? Yeah. He's a, he's so a, I heard you want me to perform an exorcism. He's a really weird character. Yeah. As you can probably tell from this yeah, impression. He sounds a lot like this, yeah. Yeah. And he's got yeah. kind of green hair and He's a really cool looking character. He, he is. He's one he of the best He's one of yeah. the best fictional characters I've seen in a long time. Where's he's a black quite, and white suit. He's quite famous for his um appearance and yeah. personality and uh, he's a very big Halloween icon in America. Yeah. And, and his like whole personality is just really weird. Like he's totally inappropriate. He's bizarre. Says a lot of I love things. it, yeah. He's um is it um plays him? It's um, um Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah, he's he's really a good actor. Yeah, mm. it was like his first role in I think of a role to be honest. I think it was really Wyoming. really good. Um, and I really enjoyed the film, and it's quite like touching in towards places, the end. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's a very like family friendly film, and you know, well on some levels, on some levels, yeah, yeah. No, and everything Beetle just says. That's not family friendly no. at all. But the whole other the whole other side. I think what's the rating for this? Isn't it a PG? 15? I think it's a PG. No, it's not. Yeah, oh, sorry, it can't be 15. It's a PG. Oh, I think it might be a 12. I can't imagine it no, being a PG. No, I think it's a 12. I think it's a 12. Because they can 12. play it before 9, but they can't play it before 12. Okay, I yeah. Think. 12 rating doesn't mean you can play it before 12. 12 yeah. is 12 is yeah, not. Yeah, no, that's no, 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 true. No, it's not true. Is that true? Yeah. I think it's about 12, because it's 9 o'clock is watershed, so you can play yeah. anything, basically. Well, anything goes, I guess. And then, but between, I think it's 12, you know, like lunchtime and you know onwards you can play 12s because obviously you get a lot of really young children watching tv in the mornings don't you oh i never thought about that yeah mm. oh well yeah like but this is definitely kind of like a feel-good film yeah, like it's good it goes on like you know it's a tim burton film so it's got that kind of you know creepy aspect to it where mm. like the banister turns into a massive snake and tries to eat him and stuff and yeah so it's really, really good. And you've got all these cool stuff that you expect from Tim Burton. And the setting in there is really cool as well. Yeah. The way yeah. it's done is brilliant. It's a very Tim Burton-y mm. film. Like, all his films, you could... As soon as you see a film, you, you will you know, know if that's Tim Burton He's or not. He's got his little trademark. Yeah. No, I think this is one of the only Tim Burton films that doesn't have Johnny Depp in it. Because I don't think he this was born is before it, actually. No, of course he was. Because I was well, thinking <laughs> that... Because when I saw it, I was like, Johnny Depp isn't in it. I know, because before his time. Yeah, <laughs> so that's the that's the only thing missing. But you know, it's a great film. Michael Keaton is great. Could you imagine Johnny Depp as Beetlejuice? That would have been amazing. No, it wouldn't. No. Yes, it would. He would look so cool. It'd just be Jack Sparrow. With it would be a mixture. Hair. No, it would be Jack Sparrow in Charlie the Chocolate in Willy Wonka's clothing. Yeah. True, actually. I like Michael very Keaton. Very true. He's very good. It, yeah, he is a very very good actor, and just like even though he's a horrible character, you still kind of. Enjoy watching. Still, kind him. of you, love you him. Do enjoy, enjoy yeah. Him be him, his awful self. He's very funny and yeah. So it's, it, it's, he is very inappropriate. Is. It's a very, very good film, and I recommend that everyone goes watch yeah, it. Yeah, you should go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop doing that. Finish <laughs> the rest of the podcast. Like I don't it. think I can. I think my voice will stop. <laughs> I, think, I think I would lose my voice for the weekend if I did that. 
Right, so I am going to be reviewing Nowhere Boy this oh. week. Uh, yeah, I agree. It gets um, emotional. It does. Uh, this, this is the sad part of the film rule. Yeah. So where we where we so where we get hashtag? Well, I'm not going to cry because I haven't Jesse's seen it. Jesse's just going to have to like sit there and part with our tears. I'll, I'll pretend to cry just for you guys. <laughs> yeah. So um, my friend Elsie introduced me to this film because she is a massive Beatles fan and fan. She's a massive Beatles fan. She's a massive Beatles fan is where I was going with that. But um, I wasn't very up for watching it, to be honest. But then I found out it had one of my favourite actors in it, um, Thomas Brody Sangster. And that's why I watched it. And I'm very, very glad I did because it is absolutely fantastic. Um, so this film revolves basically around the story of John, Le- John Lennon's chi- sort of teenage years um, and sort of how he grew up in, in England in... Manchester sort of way? Yeah, yeah, right up in the north. Yeah, you know, he's sort of scouser. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is a bit. But, um, yeah, and about the formation of the Beatles band, um, which obviously everyone knows, um, bear with me. I know if you're not a massive Beatles fan, this might sound unappealing, but actually it is amazing. Um, so it was directed by Sam Taylor Johnson, who we were discussing this earlier. We don't actually know what her maiden name is because she married Ar- uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson after this film because they met during while they were filming this. Um, obviously, a lot of people know who Aaron Taylor Johnson is, um, you know, from films like um, Age of Ultron, he plays Quicksilver, um, Godzilla. <laughs> what did yeah. he play in Godzilla? Uh, he name? was a Sergeant Brody. There we go. And he also was in Kick-Ass as well. Yes, everyone knows him from that. Um, and he plays John Lennon in this. And um, then you've got um, Kristen Scott Thomas, who plays aunt, his Aunt Mimi. Um, and then you've got Anne-Marie Duff, who plays his mother, Julia. And, like I said earlier, Thomas Brody Sankster, who plays Paul McCartney. So um, th- I guess the casting in this, most of the way, isn't very well known. Yeah, it's not no, massive it was quite an names. independent film. Yeah, it's a Channel 4 production. Yeah. So um, it was you know, lottery-funded and stuff yeah. like that. But, oh my God, this film... I cried my eyes out like a two-year-old for about an hour once it <laughs> finished, and that's not even an exaggeration. I was literally sat there like, <laughs> like proper full of like, no! And then I felt so bad, like, so like, you know when you watch a really, really upsetting film, you feel great afterwards, but you still feel like, <laughs> yeah. So I went into the cupboard and ate half a tub of chocolate icing. <laughs> and I'm not even joking, I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit that. Half a tub of chocolate, like butter icing, is all like that. Oh, Bessie stuff. Oh, that stuff is well nice. My like cat used to love that. Just a spoon. Actually, that's a what lie. I do. When that's I... a lie. I didn't even use a spoon. <laughs> just use your finger. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah, we, we, all have, like, we all have our moments. So it's like, it's like when I, I just eat my tub of Nutella sometimes. If I've had a stressful day, you know, A levels are kicking in a bit. <laughs> the mock exams are turning up. I just grab and. Like a tub of Nutella, oh, like no, can't even find the spoon no, to just use yeah. my hands. I'm a, I'm a like, like Winnie the Pooh, the kind of person who eat like a whole pack of like hobnobs. <laughs> I will eat a whole no, pack I of do biscuits. That as well. yeah. I do yeah. that on a normal day though. That's how bad. A pack is. of biscuits a day keeps the doctor away. Probably won't. You'll probably you'll probably End get diabetes. Don't yeah. eat a whole pack of biscuits a day. A day. Don't do it. Everyone's a liar. Yeah. Anyway, um, back on the film. So yeah, like I said, this film follows um the story of John Lennon, and it is. Obviously, for those of you who do know, sort of, about John Lennon's life, it is very, very hard-hitting. So, it follows him in his teenage years, how he's struggling at school, how um, he's being looked after by his aunt Mimi because he doesn't see his mother and his father's nowhere to be seen and things like that. So, it is really, really upsetting at times. Um, But he 
it really begins this film when he finds out that actually his mother who he is estranged from and hasn't seen in years is living just down the road and that's really how this begins and you get to see his sort of life and his childhood unfold in front of them that he didn't have before and like I said it is really upsetting at times and really 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 hard hitting in places Mm. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone yeah um, oh my god, it's amazing though. But the best, <laughs> thing, the best thing is if you are not a Beatles fan, like you if you still you, love you, it, you'll still like it because it's more, a, it's more of a like character piece. It's yeah, more about, it's more definitely. about relationships and like growing up and like. Um, um, they don't actually ever say the name of the band in this film. They never. They, once it's never say mentioned, the Beatles. and it, they do, It's before they were um, known it's as the Beatles. Yeah, they were. They, they were officially formed. They would have been the Quarry Men when they first started. That's what they were yeah. called before that. <laughs> the um, and. Um, it's before I think it's it was not probably really before the catchiest the... name is no, it? No, the quarry man. The quarry yeah, man. No, I like it though. I, it, I think it's quite nice though. I, it has. It, I mean, I don't know if they still wrote music how the Beatles did and they were called the Quarry Men. I still think they'd be as popular as they were. Well, yeah, yeah, it's but... just it's just, just not very just, catchy. Yeah. But then again, the Beatles is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah but it's, I think that's better than the Quarry Well, it's just oh, yeah, it kind of rolls off the Beatles. So it's kind of like you have to do the accent when you say it. Do you? Beatles. The Beatles. I can't do it. You can't do the accent? No. The Beatles. Yell submarine. Oh, I'm going to stop no, that. No, now you sound like a really odd Scottish. Scotter? No, Scott. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked it. And it, like you said, the performances are really true, Very um, true. to the, and, the mean, people they're portraying. Yeah, and the casting for this, I think, is absolutely amazing. They get, sort of, if you look at pictures of young John Lennon and young Paul McCartney, these really well known people, they. Actually, the character, the people that they've picked to play these characters, are in some ways identical, like mm. in the way that they portray. And the way that they 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 um play a lot of the songs that they yeah. they played in when they were the Quarrymen, especially at the end, you kind of get to hear like some mm. full tracks. And, and Thomas they, Brody Sankster has the Paul McCartney playing the guitar and singing face down to a T. Yeah, it's he nice. also learned to play it left-handed, yeah, which did. is what Paul yeah. McCartney did. And John um Aaron Taylor Johnson also sounds very like uh. John Lennon in the yeah, film. His does. character profile is like very Fantastic. similar, and his voice sounds like him as well. So that's the best thing about this film is that it's it's probably the most realist interpretation I've seen yeah. of John Lennon, except for Christopher Eccleston when he did it. But what? yeah, Christopher Eccleston portrayed John Lennon as well. Oh. Yeah, it's a BBC documentary called Lennon Naked, and it was about yeah. him going through like the Beatles, like from beginning of the Beatles to the end, like where he meets Yoko Ono. Fair enough. And uh, it's Christopher Eccleston. Uh, it was pretty cool. But and that's really sad as well. But yeah. that's that's another that's another yeah, time. That's another story, that's another story about the Beatles. But no, you're right though. It is very very sort of true mm. the way that they've done this. And um, I was gonna say something else, and I can't remember what I was gonna say. It's a good film. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So you should check out. No boy. No boy. Television time. Oh, that's a good segment. Television, isn't it? Television, television time. Television time. There we go. What, um, a, what a way to come up with that on the spot. On the spot, right there. Um, so we've been, wa- me and Jess have been watching a lot of um, TV recently, and we were yeah. just going to talk about some stuff we've we've seen. Um, we just started watching Misfits again. Oh, yeah, from it's from the beginning amazing. of the first season, and it was done for me when Nathan left. Yeah, yep. same. Well, I like the first series where Rudy was in it. Oh, I really yeah. liked Rudy. Mm, I like um, Rudy, but then I never watched after the third series. Yeah, it got a bit weird. It's a bit mm, if after that, but it got weird when yeah. it got to the I can swap my powers with yours bit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I, I didn't, I did, didn't, I didn't really like it when it got to that bit. I was like, no, everyone just keep their powers. Yeah, although I did like the whole like what's his face hasn't been for a really long time. The nerdy weird kid who becomes like Superman. Oh, Simon, yeah. Simon. Simon, when Simon saves. 
I can't remember the name, oh, so it's going to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the one with curly hair. Yeah. yeah. Who's got that really bizarre power. Yeah, which we like, like to talk about on here. Yeah, it's quite um, <laughs> for people who want to watch this. It's um, it's eighteen. It's an eighteen. Yeah, I think it's an eighteen. It's an eighteen. It an 18. Um, so if you want to watch this, you might want to ask for permission first, or you yeah. might want to be eighteen. Um, we say none of us being actually but, eighteen. Yeah, but I yeah, am. so we have permission. Oh, yeah, yeah of course you just are. has children. Yeah. I'm the adult here. <laughs> So what's yeah. really good about it is really funny, uh, especially is Nathan good. is like comedy gold in this. It's, it's Robert Sheenan. It's hilarious. Yeah. And he's oh. a fantastic actor. And yeah. I really love it's, him. It's, it's a really dark, it's kind of dark humour as well. It's, it's like really very, black comedy. It's like all the characters are very, you know, kind of rough and a bit, yes. a bit chavvy. And well, I mean, they kind of have to be rough and chavvy yeah. because it all revolves around a um, community group. Yeah. You know, with like young offenders, yeah, mm. like Asbos and stuff. But th- I think that's like part of like why it's so good. Yes, like you see all these really rough characters, and they're so hilarious. So we've been watching that. If you want to check out, it's on 4OD, and I think it's on the British Netflix. If you look it up, I'm not sure, but it's definitely on Catch Up on 4OD. And apart from that, the only thing else I've really been seeing is the Jessica Jones trailers. Ooh, um, Ooh they for do the still new... really good. For the new Netflix Marvel series, um, continuing on from the Daredevil series, which is still amazing. Yeah, it takes place in um, Hell's Kitchen. Is he going to have Daredevil? It might be, probably. (laughs) 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 I really hope it's got um, Matt Murdock in it. If it has Daredevil in it, it will make my day. What happens is... um, this uh, Jessica Jones has kind of like the same strength and the same abilities as Captain America. Hmm. Kind of like that super soldier power but she can't really control it she doesn't really have it yeah. and so she changes from being a superhero kind of into this um invest like independent investigator mm. kind of like sherlock holmes basically is the best way i can say she's not a lawyer but so she's like, like not like so matt like murdoch steve rogers like S- steve rogers shock yeah <laughs> Steve Shock. Steve Lock. Steve Lock. Steve Lock. And the the thing I'm looking forward to this is that we get to meet um, Luke Cage. And Luke Cage is going to be the next um, spin-off series on the Netflix um, shows. And that will be cool. But the thing I'm looking forward to is Purple Man, who is played by David Tennant. And he's fabulous, obviously. And I, I watched him in it. And Purple Man is probably the most darkest... Um, Marvel villain I've ever heard of because his power is that he can manipulate people into doing things that he likes and like from what I've seen in the Netflix um, Daredevil these can go a little bit more hard hitting than the Disney Marvel films oh yeah so Daredevil Daredevil is a lot more violent more for a mature audience compared to the Avengers and Jessica Jones is probably going down that same line Mm. um, because it's Netflix Um, and David Tennant has this power in the comics it's a very dark comic, um, Jessica Jones, because Purple Man has the ability to make people do things like harm themselves or like put others in danger. Yeah. And it's by like his character, his charisma and his personality. And I love Loki a little bit. Yeah, yeah. he's kind yeah. of like I'm great. And like yeah. in the trailer, you see like all these policemen holding their own guns to their heads and stuff like that, and he's making them do it and he's stuff. Like, Just so do it. yeah. And it, he looks so good at it. Like David Tennant's gonna be fantastic. He's gonna at be that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Uh, no, that's a habit now. I've got to stop. Um, but, uh, and actually, technically, fantastic. That's Christopher Eccleston. But it's still a Doctor Who reference, yeah, and technically they're the same person. I understood their reference. Thank you. Yeah, we won't pick it up, but we can just no, do the no, high no, I said I understood their reference. 
Oh. Hey. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who. I've seen. Just like, doesn't get it. No, I've seen like random episodes. But um, that's what I'm really looking forward to. And David Tennant, especially because he's going to be one of these bad guys, which you really like. Kind of like Beetlejuice in a way. Like yeah. one of these people, like, oh, you're so mean, but I want to just love you. <laughs> and it's David Tennant. And I'm trying to do the Beetlejuice. The best. The best thing is he's kind of got the. He's got a purple suit going. Oh. Uh, looks so. He's got the slick black. Like this, the hair slipped yeah. back, and oh, I can't wait. Looking forward to it. So, definitely check out Jessica Jones. Yeah, we'll and, make um, sure we review that. Something that I finally finished was Parks and Recreation. Yeah, we did it, which was very emotional. It's, it's an amazing season, so definitely go and watch that. I won't go into it because it's there's yeah. so much of well, it. Well, I'll just I would but, say, um, the last series. Um, takes place about seven years in the future from the future. what happened. Yeah. Uh, it's set in around 2018, and mm. it's kind of like where they are now, kind of like that Office Christmas special where you see where David Brent is. But it's they kind of like an entire series. No, yeah, they do. They not... have robots and stuff there. Oh wait, yeah, they do. They do. It's like it's, it's bit, kind it's of like a bit weird. it's kind of like a mock on what society is kind of like mm, with technology. Yeah. But it's really good. I mean, I wouldn't say it's as good as the other series. It's still funny, but. They kind of knew when to end it before it got to that yeah. point yeah. where you're like, but okay, it's getting it's a bit. It's just a really good series, and I think I cried like multiple times throughout it. Cause yeah. it's so hot, touching it's emotional. And stuff. It's made to go and definitely watch. Definitely that. check out Parks That's and Rec. That's on the American Netflix. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So. And um, I, like I said, I haven't really been up to date on my TVing. I've missed this week's episode of, Do- of um, Walking Dead. I've missed this episode of this week's episode. Okay, of so Shield. spoilers, right? No, no, I'm not talking about spoilers. Oh. But you've seen what happens in The Walking Dead, right? I I don't no, watch The Walking Dead. That's what I just said. But I don't know what. Ep- no, but this new ep- the new episode came out. So what episode are you on? The one before the one that came out this week. So the one where someone may die, but you don't know who. You, do you? Well, you clearly don't know it then. No, so. no. Right, which one? Because we? we don't want to spoil things. Right. So, um. I can't say anything without spoiling anything. We'll talk about this after the podcast, shall we? Yeah, we will. Um, We'll we'll get back to you next week if we both agree. But I'm starting to get a bit more back into The Walking Dead because it's actually really picked up, so I'm getting really into it. Um, I have been rewatching all the uh, season four Doctor Who's. I'm like three quarters of the way through that one. Mm, that yeah. was great. I've started my, my um, guilty watching, not my guilty watching. That's not what I mean. I mean my like binge watching. Un- yeah. yeah, that one. And one. next week, oh, well, the next episode, I will let you know about Torchwood because I'm going to rewatch that. Um, I'm going to go through Torchwood again. Oh, Captain um, Jack. Captain Jack. Captain Jack. Um, <laughs> She's lost it, um, but I'll go on about that. So I think that wraps it up for this week, doesn't it? I yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. Yeah, um, you said listening is. I know exactly. I I paused for a second to remember. Every literally every episode for the past like thanks for watching months. Like Jacob has said, thanks for watching, and me and Jess have just gone. Which is, which is why, which is why I've recommended, I've recommended to Dale that we do video podcasts now, so that when um when I say that it doesn't matter because it's really good enough. But thank you for listening. If you like should to, do that for like a special. And oh, thank you for everyone who came to parents. Uh, whether it was the year six form opening, the six form opening. opening. Thank you for everyone who took our stickers yeah, and, and, and um, yeah, helped and with my speech. Yeah, and listen to our like me kind of advertising it um (laughs) if you'd like to listen to us you can find us on youtube itunes and on our website and we will see you again oh and you can get in touch with us um at scc film reel no no fell from fm no the our one we never get our twitter name right film reel fcc no fcc film reel fcc film reel there we go that's it
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. FCC film rule. And, and yeah. We, yeah. Let's know what you think about certain t- films, this, that, the other, and you never know, we might shout you out. Yeah. So thank Brilliant. you very much for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye.